This, 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 this is mythical. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? I think it is. Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game, slugger. With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work. Having a blast in traffic. Having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus. Subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 61524. Void where prohibited. Josh, do you think I give off more of a sweet vibe or a savory vibe? I think you give off both equally like a Denny's Grand Slam. Oh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Aw. This is a hot dog is a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaidi. And apparently me telling you that you are the human equivalent of a bargain breakfast from Denny's is the nicest thing I've ever said to you. I have paid you like very very intimate compliments not intimate like that i meant like no i meant like emotionally intimate I've, like what like Give how much i uh really appreciate you both as a friend and a co-host i think you've shown great resilience uh throughout your life um your your dedication to the people around you and those who you love is really Shut admirable up. but no calling you a denny's grand Stop slam it. is this pre their new pancakes or how post? much how much is a denny's grand slam if i had a guess right now wait don't don't tell me i'd say 12.95 I'd say eleven ninety nine. Danny's Grand Slam could be yeah. Build oh, your, it's build based your off own. of location. Of course, it is. California living expenses are higher. Danny's oh, expensive. Twelve forty nine. Build your own Grand Slam. Calories so was, <laughs> between three sixty and nineteen eighty. That is a big jump. You said how much? I said eleven ninety nine. I said twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety five. No, you said twelve ninety nine. Things don't end in, in fives. Think oh. we were equally. Did you just? Things don't end in fives. Have you been to a store ever? No, but like, probably like at a fast food restaurant. They're, they're going to end in nines, not fives. It's like it was a 99 it's cent so menu, false. not a... Anyways, what it's we are up. discussing today yeah. are sweet versus savory breakfast because yeah. that has been a choice that we have been given in America, land of plenty. Right? Yeah. You go to a restaurant, you go to brunch, you go to a breakfast spot, yeah. and you're often faced with... Do I get the French toast that's, uh, oh, God, I had a Thai tea babka French toast <gasps> with just salted condensed milk. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it was salted good. Salted condensed milk, that sounds yeah. really delicious. And as we all know, there is an appropriate move in a group setting, which is... I'm sorry? The, the move when you are faced with a sweet or savory breakfast option, oh. if you're in a group setting, is to... Oh, everybody gets savory, and then you get a stack of pancakes or French toast for dessert? Absolutely. Oh, However, okay. That was a true guess. That was like wait, truly a guess. What do you mean a guess? You don't do that? I haven't been to brunch in like three years. I'm really. I'm not a brunch guy. I'm. I'm such a late night eater. I'm a I'm, sleeper. I sleep until like eleven. 
Oh on the weekends. God. Now I wake up with an anxiety attack at 6.30 in the morning. Even if I've gone to bed at 3 in the morning, I still wake up at 6.30 and then no. my day's ruined. No, no, no. I sleep till like 11, 11.30 if I can, if I'm not woken up by um, a husband. I envy you so, so, so much. <laughs> the fact that you have a husband to wake you up and I'm there all alone with my stupid fiance. I'm kidding, Julia. I'm so sorry. I love you so You're much. so crazy. Um, <laughs> but I'm talking about like weekday. Right? Yeah. The everyday working person's breakfast. Do you prefer sweet or savory? What are you eating for breakfast mm. on those weekdays? I normally eat an egg. I like eggs for breakfast. An with a piece egg? Of toast. One egg with a piece of toast and some sort of cheese with salt and pepper. That's actually, I mean, that's a very, I was going to say historically accurate Is it? breakfast. Oh, kind no of. way. Okay. So it's really funny. I, when I was a kid, a lot of us when we were kids, we grew up eating cereal, right? Which we've gone through the That's origins of that. That's very true. Um, but cereal has become sweet despite the fact that it was never meant to be. Well, yeah, I agree. I think the mass majority of Americans, they like sweet cereal br- for breakfast. But again, my household, uh, geriatric grandpa's <laughs> cereals was the move. Well, like, correct. Because, yeah. I mean, I starting your day with just like a massive amount of sugar, it may... It's not, it doesn't end well for anybody. No, it's, it's delicious and I love it. Um, but we can actually sort of like look to history to find out where breakfast traditions came from. And oh, cool. I, I didn't know a lot of this at all. And mm-hmm. so literally, if you break down the word break fast, it's you're you've, breaking your fast, right? From your last meal that you've had, you've slept for a long time, you wake up, you're breaking your fast. And the thing I didn't know is the French word for breakfast. You know what it is? Um, E-L-L-E-O-U-S. E-L-L-E-O-U-S. Elu, that's not Elu. a French word. Where did you it get that from? It is for me. It is for me. I don't know. Elias I... Zephaniah is a professional in Nigeria, on LinkedIn Nigeria. I'm sorry, it just came out uh, of me naturally. Petit déjeuner. Oh, petit déjeuner. Petit little déjeuner. Déjeuner, that's where it gets interesting. So déjeuner means lunch. Oh, I was gonna, it's a character in the Proud family, déjeuner. I think it's Dijonet, right? Not Dejeuner. Am I, Dejeuner. Saying, am I saying it There's wrong? also La Cienega Boulevardes, which <laughs> is a favorite. hilarious name. All of her family members were named after streets. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Anyways, uh, Dejeuner <laughs> is literally the French word for break fast. Oh, cool. Right? And then okay. Petit Dejeuner, um, another thing I did not know, you go back to the Roman Empire, they had something called Ientaculum. I need Max Miller to teach me how to pronounce Roman words. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a traditional breakfast. Most laborers uh. and farmers would eat breakfast. And back in the day, breakfast was whatever food you had. Mm-hmm. So it was probably some sort of barley porridge or uh, bread that was soaked in wine if it was old crusty bread. For breakfast? For breakfast. Yeah. But as we transitioned into like the Middle Ages, uh-huh. uh, we saw the three meals a day from the Romans go down to two meals a day, which makes sense why in French, déjeuner is just like... Hey, you're breaking your fast with lunch, and then you go into dinner, and then petit déjeuner was sort of like added back in during the Industrial Revolution. Mm. I'm sure it predates the Industrial Revolution, but when breakfast became more of a thing, a nice mm-hmm. morning meal, it became like, hey, this, this is a little breakfast. Interesting. And so for a lot of human history, people weren't really eating breakfast, and that has been very faddish and changed. Uh-huh. Uh, but of course, Industrial Revolution, you had a bunch of factory workers, and I'm reading... Cool. Um, uh, is it Rachel Loudon's Food Don't and Civilization, <laughs> where they actually calculate the amount of calories needed for people to survive and thrive increases during the Industrial Revolution because mm. people are working long hours in factories. Wild. Yeah. That's very cool. It is really cool, right? And so now we have breakfast, and there wasn't a ton of tradition. I mean, there was tradition to draw from of just people soaking bread in yeah. either stimulants or um, what's, what's alcohol? Depressants. Um, and so sure. people did that. You look at 
a lot of Western European breakfast traditions. You're getting a pastry and a coffee. That's it, right? You go to Italy, you're getting a cornetto, right? Cornetto? Um, cornetto is an ice cream. Is cornetto Italian for uh? Yeah, it's Italian for croissant. Oh. And a lot of that's coming from the Austrian pastry tradition, Austro-Hungary, all that type of stuff. Okay. But we're in America, Nicole. That's right. We're in America. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good, though. So you eating that's bread. information. Thank you so much. That's, Thank you so much. a lot much. of information. Um, <laughs> Just spewing it out. That was awesome. Yeah, thanks, dude. I Sorry, it. I really like learning about things. I love things. learning alongside you. I love learning about things. Cool. Thanks uh, for teaching me things. Many people eat eggs for breakfast. Yeah, I like eggs for breakfast. But why do you like eggs for breakfast? Because the taste of eggs in the morning makes more sense than the taste of eggs at night. But, like, that's not devoid of cultural context, of course, because I love eating eggs at night. I will eat... You eat eggs at night? I will say, okay... I never eat eggs at night, and I never eat bananas at night. There used Those to are be, morning foods. There used to be reasons throughout history why we did things, right? No. And now there's none. What are you talking about? Like, um, Industrial Revolution was like, oh, we all work hard, so we need to eat more food, and we need to eat more fat and protein so we can work harder. Uh-huh. But, like, after World War II, we fully broke history. Right, the atomic bomb was invented, Nicole. The atomic bomb was invented. We Uh could just suddenly erase the world, you know, from uh, the universe. We could kill it if we wanted to. You know, that's... Okay. uh, um, World War II breaking history, another great example, is that through all 250,000-ish years of humans being alive, the struggle has been, how do we get enough food? Okay. After World War II, it suddenly became... And, of course, there was a grace period where it was still really bad for many people, but... Um, the history now has been we simply have too much food and that's kind of killing us. But why we do we have do. so much food but we still have so much food scarcity? I don't get it. Oh, general like supply that's line so stuff. Stupid. There's no profit in feeding the poor. That's so um, stupid. I agree. All the billionaires need to like give like a few millions of their dollars and then just feed people. Yeah, there's some stat about like it would only take $10 billion to erase world hunger. Is that true? Uh, it's obviously really, really complicated, but I think the World Food Program from the UN has has put that stat out there, and they simply won't do Nobody it. Jeff will. Bezos wants to. Nobody wants go to go up to space. How much money a, does Jeff Bezos have? Uh, what, like hundred plus, like hundred fifty billion, something like that. With the, after the divorce, probably less. Um, but one hundred and fifty-one billion dollars. Yeah, but that's not liquid. Erase. That's all in like no, no, no. That's like all in like assets and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, up in sure. Oh, no, stocks. he has no like. No, if you ask Jeff Bezos for twenty bucks, Nicole, he is not liquid. <laughs> he can't give you the twenty dollars. He probably doesn't hold cash. He no, probably he has a microchip in his he eyeball. He can't do anything no, about world hunger. He probably hunger. goes like this. He's like, sure. No, he creates you know a he dick-shaped rocket. A mo- uh, well, go ahead. You can't say dick on the podcast. I said dick-shaped. It's a compound word. <laughs> he creates a phallic rocket, Nicole. You know what he probably does is like, oh, is ask me. I'm Jeff Bezos. Ask me if you can have twenty dollars. Jeff Bezos, can I have twenty dollars? Sure. And then he just pulls his his eyelid down, and then the barcode goes into your brain. Oh God! Uh, So, do you like eggs in the morning? You like eggs at night? No, I. I, We've broken history, and I have continued to further break it within myself. Because I'll tell you why. A broken man. I, as I got deeper into CrossFit and the working out Uh world in general. Okay. Um, again, I'm I'm currently out of CrossFit because my, my back my back broken. Josh is taking a moment. Yeah. But once I get back in, we're going right back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I simply view all food as calories. I have no more I and like carbs, fat, proteins. I have no more like preferences on okay. when I should or shouldn't eat something. It's okay. all does this fit into? And I don't track my macros, right? Good. Or track my okay. calories. Okay. 
but it's simply all, does this fit into what I need to complete a day? So hmm. if I'm running towards the end of the day and I'm like, damn, I'm like 20, 20 grams of protein short of my goal, it's 9 p.m. Yeah, I'm going to scramble up three eggs. So you don't track your calories, but you track the macros? All up here. I don't write them down. Oh, but you still track them. I have a general like you internal tra- clock. No, no, no. Let that's me, great. I'm not judging. I'm you actually. Should I actually tell them my 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 diet plan? What it is? It's up to you. Do you want to share? I would. I would. And I think this is somewhat rooted in science, right? So, uh, one <laughs> gram of protein per pound of body weight. I'm about 205 pounds, so I uh-huh. shoot for around 200 grams okay. of protein. And then to me, the carb fat split doesn't actually matter. I don't think carbs are worse or better than fats. I try and just like eat normally. I'll like okay. eat some rice and some fat. Yeah. Right. But as long as your protein is staying the same and you are maintaining your desired weight, which for me is about 205 pounds. Did you say one to one for protein and weight or two? One. So one gram of protein per pound so of So you weight. eat 205 grams of protein a day. That's what I shoot for. Yeah. So my protein shake in the morning has 50 grams of protein and then okay. uh, 50 grams, of, like seven ounces of chicken breast is 50 grams of protein. That's not even that much, right? You can get it. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like nine ounces of ground turkey. You can just do it. It's possible. Yeah. And so I have four protein feedings. Those are meals. <laughs> protein feedings. But they're protein feedings. And then the carbs <laughs> and like fats. You sound like an alien. <laughs> the carbs and fats. Those are those are the fun little additions, Do you right? have your protein eatings for the day? <laughs> Chimichurri. You know, think that's you're getting some fat on there. That makes the protein more fun. The fats and the carbs make the protein more fun. Okay. But as long as you're maintaining your desired body weight, whatever that may be, yeah. then you're eating roughly the appropriate amount of fats and carbs. Cool. So that's what I do. So for me... I will eat eggs at any time of day. It's mm. morning. They don't even taste better to me. I would love eggs at night. I, mean, I would love cuckoo sabzi at night. <laughs> I don't like eggs at night. I mean, yeah, if it's like on top of something as like a accent piece, sure. But I'm not going to like whip up an omelet at like 7 p.m. Why not? Like lean in. Like think about I the don't pure like, joy I d- that you could get from like bucking historical trends, right? That doesn't give me joy. Bucking historical because my life isn't rooted in bucking historical. Wait, wait, wait. You're not getting joy from bucking historicity? I am not getting joy from bucking historicity. What do you get joy Did from? Did you say hysterectomy? <laughs> <laughs> I said historicity, and I don't know if I used that word properly. <laughs> no, um, but let me tell you, sometimes every now and then, whenever you're like having breakfast and like you have to be on the run, like everything you grab is typically on the sweeter side, right? Like it's Correct. like the American like canon of, of breakfast foods on the go. It's always to go stuff. Like it's a bar. Mm. It's a protein bar. It's a muffin. It's I don't know. What else is another thing? Like uh, like a shake. I granola, granola, all forms of yeah, granola bars. Granola and they bars? changed the names. They're baked oatmeal bars. Whatever now. they are. Cereal they're bars. All, they're all sweet. Yes. Which sucks. Because I would love to have that same sensation of on the go and eat an egg bar. (laughs) No, you would not. Do you know how I know you would not? Do you know how I know you? Do you remember why you know you would not? Egg bars? Do you remember when a company that we love very, very much sent us egg bars that they made? No. And they were not good. I love this company to death and I I will not name them. Good. Don't but they them. made. But they, they know they sent it to us, and they're probably listening. Right I, now. Even if they do, listen. I I love them to death. I only buy their Whisper eggs. I their wear your hat. It's Vital Farms. Oh, I love oh, got you. It, got Vital it, Farms. It. I love you, and you are up against again thousands of years uh, of trying to like sugars and natural preservatives. So it makes but sense eggs, to have it. But but wait a second. Eggs this don't is need hard. To, eggs don't need to be the the bar version. Maybe there's like savory oatmeal bars. Well, so like crunchy bars. I don't know if savory. You think savory oatmeal is the answer? I don't know. Well, wait, wait. Is oatmeal inherently sweet, though? No. No, it's not. Wait but a second. We started adding sugar to 
every single cereal. <sighs> so now we think of cereal mm. as sweet. Cereal is Cereal's carbohydrates, mm. almost pure carbs. Which your body translates into sugar, right? Correct. But when you add but refined it's not sugar. sugary. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole, you're all about that Mediterranean food, right? Of course. I actually made the most incredible chicken souvlaki for dinner last night. I made a little salad with tomatoes, cucumbers, onions. I sprinkled some feta on there, and I made a little wrap. It was so, so good. I have so much feta cheese in my fridge at all (laughs) times. Like Mediterranean food, Greek food specifically, is one of Julia's favorites. It's one of my favorite ways to cook and also favorite ways to eat. Now you can taste the Mediterranean at Whole Foods Market. Get those Mediterranean-inspired flavors and save on Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and Lamb. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey. Go now and save on regionally inspired selections through March 19th. Dude, I love me some Whole Foods ground lamb. I was doing yeah, smash burgers the other too. day. A little harissa mayo on there. Lamb. Ooh, you can make kefteres. You can make locanico. God, I want some lamb. You can find sales on animal welfare certified meat like boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, and more. Yeah, save on seafood too while ordering whole branzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. I got a branzini from there and let me tell you i stuffed it with parsley garlic lemon fresh oregano and it was absolutely branzini delicious. is plural it would be one branzino is that true? i'll show myself out yeah it actually is. oh my gosh i had no <laughs> idea i've been calling it branzini slash branzino just like willy-nilly boom roasted just like my fish, huh? <laughs> and their wines from the sun-soaked Mediterranean start at just $8.99. That's $8.99 for some bomb, bomb wine. Sip from the vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy. I will, Nicole. Check out 365 by Whole Foods Market and stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and more. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. What if there's a world in which we neither like sweet nor savory, we just like regular breakfast? What do you mean regular? Like plain, like plain flavored breakfast. Yeah, I like no pl- salt. Yeah, like <laughs> no, like a little bit of salt, but like you know what I mean? Like like hear me out. Like a blanc mange. The best yeah, the best morning breakfasts that I have are typically boring run-of-the-mill breakfasts. Let it be Weetabix mm. and, and almond milk. Oatmeal, coconut yogurt with some stuff on top. Mm. Like those breakfasts, I feel better and I act more accomplished throughout the day versus a sweet or savory breakfast. The bland ones allow me to get more stuff done. (laughs) Is there a reason for that? Is there like a scientific reason of Soylent-esque like uh, breakfasts? If you look at like um Ayur- <laughs> like Ayurveda- <laughs> Ayurvedic medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, but I was going to say there's foods that like I would say raise the humors, right? You talk uh-huh. about hot foods and cold foods. In, sure, sure. Right? I, to me, I don't believe in necessarily that cultural side of it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what I do know is if I eat like a ton of bacon and eggs in the morning, I feel a little bit worse. I'm like burping up bacon. Yeah. Ditto if I eat just a ton of pancakes. Yeah. And even if it's an appropriate portion of an ultra sweet food versus an ultra savory yeah. food, I, I just don't feel as good. That's why yeah, I totally. eat the same protein shake every single morning. Yeah, right. So I'm like, I can have this consistency. I, this is a building block for my day. I built my house upon stone and not sand. You know what I mean? And so Huge. I feel that it's similar with you eating like some plain porridge. Like it just... It feels nutritive. Yeah, it feels nutritive in place of like a flavor bomb of bacon, like you said. I wonder why that is. Uh, Some of it might be like pleasure delaying where you're like, I'm going to eat. I need to to earn my good meal later. I need to send the emails because we're not working in a factory. 
but it's mm. like I need to be productive and then I can earn my meal. And that Maybe. was actually a lot of like writers in the Middle Ages. Uh, uh-huh. There were a lot of like weird medical writers and stuff back then. Okay. Um, actually, the first time anybody mentioned eating eggs for breakfast was a oh, physician shit. in the 1620s. Which no I think way. Really What's funny. their name? Um, what is their name? Uh, Tobias Venner. Nice. Time you should name your first son Tobias. I, Toby? I don't know, man. Toby? Know Never mind. <laughs> but no, there was this sort of idea of like it's um it's like profane to eat before dinner. So there was just okay. a lot of fasting going on. Yeah. And I think we still kind of feel that a little bit. I get hungies around nine though when I come back from a workout. Nine at, you work out until nine at night? No, in the morning. Oh, I'm in saying the morning. I get hungies when I like I want things to replenish my wor- body. Do you eat before you work out? Sometimes, but mostly, mostly not. Okay. Sometimes if I wake up super hungry and I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to be able to get through a workout, I'll like eat, I need a, to eat a little protein bar. I need to eat an apple. It's a little sweet. And the protein if, bars are incredibly sweet. If I don't eat an apple and have a coffee before I work out in the morning, it's not a good time. Do you remember we <laughs> had a company-wide meeting a couple of days ago? Oh, yeah. And they, and they always supply <sighs> us breakfast at company-wide meetings. Oh, my God. They gave us donuts in the morning and I wanted to cry. We were all so, so – we were all like – incredibly bummed about it. V and I ran in back into this kitchen with two minutes left so we could like, I just put protein powder in a shaker bottle yeah. and then drank that and grabbed an apple. And then I V came horrible. in like scrambled an egg as fast as she could. Dude, I know. I, I came a little bit <laughs> on time slash late. So I just grabbed a donut and got in there. It was horrible. I was like, I was like crappy the whole day. It's, it's, which is funny because donuts are literally my favorite they're like my favorite treat. pastry and they're my favorite treat yeah. but they're a treat to me not in the morning no starting your morning with that especially is... in a meeting like we, we have like, business to conduct are we like just being really LA right now no I don't because f- I feel like are. New York you know I get a coffee and I get a, you know the I don't get a bacon egg and cheese no, with no, the salt pepper ketchup no 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 you gotta get a donut because you're a you're a police officer of the law are donuts in New York that we Donuts and coffee is a very New York thing. Yeah, but it, we, we, we like foods up. with holes. I think LA has the most donut shops per capita. Okay, Am but I, when I think of donuts I and coffee, like I don't think of California. I think of New York. Um, but why were you so mad that that there was a sweet breakfast Because it was play? sugar. It was just so sugar. Is this just because we have demonized sugar, which is a very new thing in history? Um, I, maybe. Maybe. So a lot of breakfast foods have become super, super sweet because of World War II. But for real, this is really? this is actually really I funny. You were being dramatic. No, no, no. This is the thing. Uh, sugar rations, right? Were going on yeah, yeah. before World War II, um, and then afterwards, it was like a big celebration of like, well, you know, let's add more sugar back into things. And so, breakfast cereals to me are the biggest culprit of changing the palate of Americans and also our breakfast ethics. Hate cereal in the morning, like sweet cereal in the morning. But but you love a non-sweet cereal. In the I love we we big grape nuts. Well, that was the original intent. It was y- y- yogurt enema, and you eat cereal, oh and you can love God and work hard. Am I just one of these like weird Kellogg cult people? <laughs> Am I in my core? I mean, th- they had a point, right? Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater just because they wanted to stop you from doing a little a little hand relief. Um, <laughs> okay, you know, Borat. they also thought, <laughs> you know I, the idea of eating like whole grains in the morning. It is a carb that digest. I'm not a nutrition scientist, but a carb that digests slowly. Something like I swear, I feel bran like flakes, right? I love it. Weedies. Tons of fiber. Fiber I'm fills you up. Weedies. Yeah. You know, it's, it has got a low glycemic index or whatever that's Dude. worth. Dude. 
you know? I'm just one of these cuckoo crazy serial cult people. Yeah, but I think I think going back to what you said about about not heightening the arousals in the morning yes. is very accurate. We are literally in the Kellogg's cult right now. Because who wants to can I tell you something? Go ahead. Who wants to start their mornings with a slap in the face of sugar or a slap in the face of salt? Not me. It's a raging sugar on. No, yeah, yeah, I don't no, want that. I don't want that. I don't want I that. I can't have that. I got I stuff to do. I got well <laughs> I mean, do I put a little bit of, of sweetener in my coffee? Yeah, like maybe like the size of like my my, my pinky but nail. A chaste, a chaste amount, just Very a chaste, chaste amount. Yeah, is, is chaste like religious? Uh, maybe kind of okay. like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Oh my gosh, they've gotten to me. I am one of them. Yeah, which this is sucks. No, lean in, lean in. Um, I don't want to. <laughs> I would do that, and sometimes I do eat oatmeal for breakfast, but uh, I need the protein, and that so you is pro meal. <laughs> Well, sometimes I do pro meal, sometimes I do brogurt, where I add the protein powder to the yogurt, but I really enjoy drinking. What are these words we've created? What? Pro meal and, and brogurt. So, pro meal is protein, oatmeal is not brot meal. Are you explaining to me or are you explaining to the people? I'm explaining to you. I said pro meal. I know what it is. No, but okay, fine. I'm explaining Stop to them. Stop mansplaining to me. Mansplaining to them. I'm pro-splaining. <laughs> <laughs> But it's weird because I have found myself like not craving savory foods until lunchtime. Yeah. Like at all. And I think it might just be because I grew up eating sugary cereal, stuff like that. But I guess I ate more savory breakfast when I was a kid. Like I, I ate a lot of lean pockets. I ate a lot of toasted strudels. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I ate savory lean pockets. Oh, Filled okay. with eggs and cheese. Oh, I ate uh, toasted strudels with the frosting that my mom would that's hide a, from me that, and I would ration myself. <laughs> that ain't got the whole grains. No, that's the good stuff. That's got the fruit goo. Um, but it's interesting that in the late 1800s, you get like this weird religious cult mm-hmm. movement uh, kind of tied into temperance and all that of like, you want to eat grains. And then most people, again, were just eating what they had, which was bread and coffee. Yeah. Um, but then... Industrial Revolution, Second Industrial Revolution happens, and uh, there is an incredible story. We've talked about it before, but the reason that bacon ended up on breakfast tables. Bacon lobby? The bacon lobby, yeah. And not only the bacon lobby. Always comes back (laughs) to the bacon lobby. Legitimately, though, no, it wasn't necessarily the bacon lobby. It was one dude named Edward Bernays, not Mm. like the sauce spelled differently. (laughs) But he's literally considered the father of modern public relations. This happens in the 1920s. The Beechnut Packing Corporation hires him to just get people to eat more bacon. Wow. And so he literally had a doctor on staff of his PR firm and said, hey, you think it's probably good to eat a lot of fat and protein in the morning? And the guy's like, yeah, people need it. And he goes, great. Can you ask 5,000 of your doctor friends to say that? And he went, sure, why not? Genius. And so they literally sent out letters and 4,500 doctors responded. Because apparently back then you just got a letter and responded? I think you just wanted your name out there. Maybe. But they respond, and then there are all these newspaper headlines reading, um, doctors recommend more protein and fat. Bacon and eggs is mm-hmm. the perfect combo to get those things. Yeah. And so that became a massive thing. And then you take the roll and the coffee that people normally had, you put the bacon and eggs inside that, and suddenly you get the biggest industrial city in the world at the time, their signature breakfast of the bacon, egg, and cheese. That was very informative. We got the breakfast burrito. Would you? <gasps> I do like. Would you? Burrito. Could you eat a breakfast burrito for breakfast? No. What? But you love breakfast burritos. At twelve o'clock. At twelve o'clock. <laughs> At right? twelve o'clock. We need. We need another breakfast revolution. Okay. When we're talking about savory or sweet Let's breakfast, start it. <laughs> when we're talking about savory or sweet breakfast, uh-huh. right? We should just be pushing that back four hours. Right. What is your idea? Okay, okay, okay. Can you map out for me what you think the new world breakfast order should be? 
I think we need to go back to like fully fasting I need and honoring to, God. I, I need you. I need you to put it in terms of like time. So like what time are we waking up? I think we should wake up with the circadian rhythms at the cockadoodle-do of the rooster. So 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Okay. You know, you hit a hard two hours Maggie, of CrossFit. can you write this you down? You meditate. You cold plunge. Wait, you're going too fast. You get oxytocin treatments. You go, you, oh, you sh- go sh- sh- find... 5 a.m. awake with the cockadoodle-doos. You yeah. have to have... We have to have chickens. We, we're all going to have chickens in the new world, or, okay. of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, two hours of CrossFit or CrossFit-adjacent workouts. Or... Huh. Or... Maybe just meditating. No, 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 no. You're gonna want to meditate while doing the CrossFit. No, that does. That's not how meditation works. Oxytocin treat. Oxytocin treatments. You want to find a stranger and make deep eye contact with them for 30 minutes. That way, it raises your serotonin levels. <laughs> Maybe you I don't want to do that. I don't. I'm also here and as your co-chair, and I don't want to do deep eye contact. I'm getting it right you're now. You're not even looking at I'm me. I'm getting the oxytocin right now. You're so right scared now. to look at me in the eyes. You can't even do it. You're I'm looking actually at looking at my teeth right now. No, no I'm not. normally looking at people's mouths, but I'm you're looking, looking at your my eyes teeth right now. Right now. I'm I can see the reflection of my teeth. What's funny is in other parts of the world they don't have this quandary. Like you go to Japan, right, and they have maybe the ideal breakfast. There's actually a TikTok craze going on called a Japanese breakfast for skin, for glowing skin. Really? Yeah. Well, what's a Japanese breakfast to you? Um, I have Japanese, an idea in my mind, but it's I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up so you so I get this correctly. Because I'm thinking like I'll tell you steamed rice. It's uh six ounces of salmon, sake and salt <laughs> in the in the rice, kimchi, cucumbers, miso, and that's it. You have like a North American fish, a Korean pickle, yeah, and liquor rice. Yeah, that's the Japanese people are eating for breakfast. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but no, the idea of like cooked fish, rice, so you get like a delicious lean protein. Yeah. You get good simple carb from rice. You get some sort of probiotic, which a lot of Americans eat yogurt. A lot of Europeans eat yogurt in the morning. I That's would probiotics. Eat, I eat lox in the morning. Why can't why can't we eat salmon? I agree. Yeah. I'm saying I'm just saying I don't know how traditional that is because you know the, the, I just looked but, it up on Google in two seconds and it's just a craze on TikTok. It's probably not rooted in actual like Japanese like skincare stuff, but it's just people's like omega three fatty acids are good for wrinkles, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot Why of, didn't we continue our thing? What? You got distracted. I don't, no, no, because I don't have any deep feelings about what breakfast should be, but I like <sighs> Breakfast should fit your own needs, right? And for a mm. while, people say you were in a factory, say you were on a farm, right? Say your chickens survived working laid, in a factory. Oh, me neither. Oh I my could god! Never. I would just fingers would be oh my severed. Gosh, thank Ugh. God. Ugh. Um, unless it was a shirtwaist factory, I feel like I could have shirtwaist. It was a it was a real big American tragedy where it's called the Triangle. Was it Triangle Shirtwaist Factory? Or am I am I missing? Well, we're one putting Maggie to triangle work. Co- triangle factory fire. Triangle shirtwaist factory fire. One of the worst disasters in uh, American history, especially from labor. Um, they blocked all the exits so no one could take smoke breaks. And then like a fire started or something. And <gasps> everyone was trapped in and they died. But the point is, the world has changed so much to where our biological needs no longer fit like the available food supply, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, we were like cavemen. <laughs> no, but like not even cavemen. We like used to have to walk places or Oh yeah. Or go, you would even you have to that? walk to a store. We don't have to do that. You used to have to go to an office. We don't have to do that anymore. We are now like Well, we could still come to the office every day. We still come to the office every Me day. Me and Josh and, are in the office Monday through Friday. But the point the is time. you eat what makes you feel good. You eat what ha- what you have around. And sometimes, you know, uh, you poo-poo at free donuts because all you want to eat is a very plain porridge because you think it'll stop you from doing certain things against God. I am going to be a plain porridge girly 
for the next four months to see what happens. We need to buy spurtles. What? Oh my God. She doesn't know what a spurtle is. Is that the cool spoon? Yes. I know oh. what a spurtle is. It's spurtling time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Nicole. <laughs> We've heard what you and I have to say. And I heard you singing No Doubt earlier. But it's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Are you a Gwen Stefani fan? I actually am a huge. I, I listened to I, okay. I listened to No Doubt's first album though. It's it's not nearly as good. There was like it was yeah, like their second or third. So they were out. like ska punks. Yeah. Well, no, but they have a great sort of ska punk album. Um, but I can't remember the name of it. But it's it's Spiderwebs is on it. Um, um is it? I know what Spiderwebs is. Just singing it. It's their first album. That's not their first album though. There and I went back and listened to the first album from like ninety three or something. Called Trapped in a Box. It might have been. Their first album is just uh, self-titled. in the bugs. <laughs> That's how the song sounds. Sorry. <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite segment. We call it Review or Review. We take one of your <laughs> Apple Podcast reviews. Please give us an Apple Podcast it's review. Uh, and we're going to review your review. They say, words lack for true appreciation. Five stars. Having been a GMM fan and watcher since the beginning and seeing the growth of their community and business has been wonderful to see. Raton Link, I think that, yeah, Raton Link, I've really found some true talented individuals that are vivacious, lively, and encouraging to each other. I would like to call them friends as I feel like I am right with them in the kitchen. Trevor, I know about Veggie Tales too. I hum the songs all the time. Peace to all. Um, CRK Blue, that was very sweet. That was heartfelt. That is a yeah. five-star review. I'm going to give this uh, four and a half stars. Where can they improve? Uh, I, it, I think this was about our like YouTube channel. And not so much about the not podcast. podcast specificity. Yeah, I'll drop yeah. it down to four and a half. No, so. no, I appreciate it. I will always appreciate a five star review. But mm. like, I, there's nothing about the podcast. You're reviewing yeah. a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah four I, and a half stars. I watched um, three Veggie Tales episodes, and um, I would like to watch more. I like the tomato guy. That's uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Plays the, to the tomato. <laughs> no, he doesn't. 
Yeah. No, he doesn't. Tomater. No, you're thinking about cars. I'm always thinking about cars. I'm a big auto. No, guy. you've never seen but cars. I can think about you cars. have you ever seen cars, the movie? I, I actually have, yeah. No, you haven't. I have. Uh, who uh, voices Owen, Lightning McQueen? Owen Wilson. God, I'm good. And um, the one song was written for Life is a Highway. <laughs> right? That was like, was that written for cars? Did you cars? want me to continue? Was that written for cars? <laughs> Ask Rascal Flats. <laughs> I, do you think we could get him? <laughs> so listen to that first opinion. Hi, Josh Nicole. My name is Emma from Seattle, Washington. And my food opinion coffee is there? a restaurant opinion. And that is that whatever menu item is on little like placard uh, at the cash register, not on the actual menu, but on like a separate little stand at a mom and pop restaurant is the best thing they serve. I've been to a smoothie place that had a little one uh, advertising their dumplings, best dumplings I've ever had. Big time. Um, It's a hundred percent true a hundred percent of the time. And I think that should be common knowledge. Thanks. Smart. Okay, I don't know if I agree with this. Uh, uh, what? A lot of the times, the things on the placards is just something that's going bad, and they're just trying to, you know, supplement it and make it taste good and sell it to people. I see your logic, but I vehemently disagree with it. That's my own. funny because you are <laughs> you have like a very negative outlook on life. Sometimes I thought you would agree with me. No, normally I would, but um, I tend to have a positive outlook on eating food. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm always like I'm always excited when I get to give somebody money and they get to give me food. I mean, and so I think it changes it changes my general psyche when I walk in there because I agree. You see something on the placard, you're walking in, you're deciding what to order, and then the placard's just like, we got egg rolls. And you're like, oh shoot, they got egg rolls. And then know. you get the egg rolls. My, my brain is uh I guess it's coming from like a like a chef standpoint? Yeah. Like uh, an economic realist. Yeah, like, oh, we're, the cabbage is going bad, but cabbage never goes bad. The carrots are going limp. Let's do something with the carrots. But a, a placard restaurant wouldn't have like carrots, right? How do you know that? You know what I mean? Because I'm saying the, the, the placard, the phenomenon, you're at a counter order spot and you're up at the cash register. There's so many places that do counter ordering that are, that have fresh vegetables, Josh. No, What's but like the, but the carrots aren't a placard item. Like a placard item would be like um like dumplings, like egg rolls, especially if you're there's not, a deal. You're not really helping break. me right now understanding. You're so, not being very helpful. Okay, so my favorite placard item that I can think of is a spot called Bun Bun Mi Mai To. Okay. Right out in Alhambra. They got great bun mi. Very cheap, very affordable. And you go up there and there's a placard that says pate show. Pate show is a type of, not like a meat pie. It's like puff pastry with like this pate delicious. Pate no, it's No, it's, so it's like pate show, which show means hot. Oh, okay. And so it's like hot pate. So it's like a forced meat. It's a Vietnamese sausage that's inside puff pastry and it steams in there. And it's, oh, it's the, my favorite meat pie in the world. And that's on a placard. Okay. And then that's, and then it's in a case. Oh. And so you point at the placard, they go to the case, they give Are you, you the best food of your life. I, I, I don't think I'm understanding what placard means. <laughs> like a, a plastic... Um, that says, available now. Yeah, it's like a special. It's like, the, it's like a special, yeah. except a waiter's not In reading it In my mind, all specials are foods that are going bad, and the chef is trying to sell it. You know what I'm imagining? The specials what? Because I've gone to like Taste of Tehran, too, mm-hmm. and they'll have like a placard that's mm-hmm. like, yo, we got like... You know, trout, or we got like cuckoo sabzi or something. You love you know? cuckoo sabzi. I love cuckoo sabzi. Are you craving Second cuckoo sabzi? I really am. I want. I'm going to learn right how now. to make it for you. I'm also starving, and I'm short of my protein goals by about 40 grams. And so, mm-hmm. give me about nine eggs, and I'll solve that. Um, but I'm imagining they got the normal menu, but someone's mom's in town, and she's like, "Let me make the cuckoo sabzi." 
Maybe. This happened when I went to... Um, or the not, Sabzi, hold on, or the Sabzi for the Horesh is going bad and they have to find a way to do something with don't it. Don't ruin the Sabzi for Josh, me, Josh, I'm giving you don't realistic... I'm not saying that's what they do. I'm saying there's a very high likelihood that's what's happening. I put, I put a lot of trust in people who are feeding me. I don't trust anybody on anything else. But if you're feeding me, I am suddenly very trusting. What a simple man. Right? Very simple. simple um, I love it. Nane Gloria, Filipino steam table spot. Went there, uh, there on like a time. Wednesday and I was like, y'all got the kare kare? And they were like, only, they were like, only Maria knows how to make kare kare and she don't come in until Saturday and she won't tell us how to make it. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, love okay, that. Give me some ginatang. I like that. I yeah, like that. same. And that's, and then the placard gets broken out. You know, because Maria is in town. She's making the kare kare. Okay. There's like a, okay. Yeah. I, I like, guess it's, uh, I guess it's situational, huh? Situational placards. Hey, this is Maggie and Molly. your <gasps> food opinion for you. I always put goldfish as croutons on my salad. And Smart. my friends always think I'm crazy. <laughs> You're but not crazy. It's amazing. And I also put croutons on it. But like when I say that I put goldfish on my salad, my friends are like, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, you should try it. It's really good. Yeah, it's just like cheesy and crunchy <laughs> and it's a great replacement. Okay, have a great day. We love your podcast. Bye. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> um, Smart. Is it, it's, cr- it's croutons and goldfish on salads? If you would use two types of lettuce in your salad, right? You yeah. get like uh, butter lettuce and then something like a, a, a spring mix or mescaline or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They add two different things. That's fine. I think that's okay. I'm into it. I don't like love it because of the little fishy swimming in a sea of, of lettuce, but whatever. I'm willing to look past it. Yeah. You need to get a land animal shaped cheesy cracker. Yeah. You we know? should make animal crackers, but savory. Or at least an animal that can live on land, like a dolphin. Oh my God. I've done that for GMM before. I've literally made animal meat crackers in the shapes of that. the animals. I remember that. Um, I have been taking Quest <laughs> chips because they taste I like Doritos. Quest chips. I love Quest chips because oh I don't love them. They're not the best chips, but they do have like 20 grams of protein per serving. So I'm making a salad. I can cut out like four ounces of chicken and add a crumble of crushed Quest chips. <laughs> bingo, bingo. Nicole's yawning because I bore her. No, no, it's my caffeine. I haven't ta- I haven't had caffeine. I'm, the coffee I made in the morning, it didn't really do much for yeah, me. Yeah, the coffee was weak. I just rammed some weak? Folgers though. I, I made- rammed some Folgers earlier. Did you just say the coffee I made for you in a Chemex was weak? Not only was it weak, it was tepid. I'm grateful for the coffee. I'm grateful for the weak, tepid coffee. It but, was a nice gesture. It was just weak and tepid. if the water was too hot, it would burn the grounds. No, I... There, no, give me... <gasps> oh my just God, like, you said it was good. Just let me mix boiling water <laughs> with instant coffee. Josh, and I'm happy. Good. Caffeine is medicine. Protein <laughs> is medicine. This is the worst day ever. I'm never making you coffee ever again. I might make you cuckoo sabzi though. That'd be really great. Because I want your validation. I desire Should you it. tell people cuckoo sabzi is? I desire Josh's validation. Just like, tell people cuckoo sabzi is. You tell them. You explain the whole sabzi. <laughs> <laughs> sabzi means herbs. Yeah. Cuckoo means eggs. Yeah. Herbs and eggs. You take a ton of different herbs. What kind of herbs you got going in there? Depends. <laughs> take a ton of fresh herbs. You chop the hell out of them. Mix them with eggs. Spinach. Spinach, yeah, you take some spinach, some greens around it out, but it's just like this deeply, there's more herbs in spinach than eggs, but it's held together, and it's just a delightful flavor bomb. Feels very nutritious, really good. It's like tarragon and dill and green onions. Every mom's mm. cuckoo sabzi is different. I want yours. They call it, okay, I'll make it for you. Very it's nice. not very, it's not very good yet, but I'm learning. Hi, this is the North Carolinian Jello Revolutionist. <laughs> uh, my opinion is that we just, 
society need to return to jello salads and aspects um given the current economical climate and everything going on jello is the perfect way you can make it sweet savory any sort of flavor you're looking for you can turn it into a good jello dish you just have to get creative and be not afraid and that's why i think it's really important that we try and make jello popular again Anyways, that's mm. my opinion. Thank you for the great show and podcast. Everybody's so nice. Yeah, um, everyone's a little wackadoodle too, and I love that. The Jello. Listen, you ever hear somebody who has like really fringe political beliefs, <clears throat> and you're like, uh, all the time, all the time, and you're like, <laughs> I, I like agree with some of those things in theory. I yeah. would just never say it out loud, and also it would never work in practice. You know, one of those things. Yeah, you're like there's a nugget of truth there, but this is just a we don't have time too. for it. Right. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel about the North Carolinian Jello revolutionary here. Well, I'm an Aspic ambassador, and um, I think that I am for this for the greater cause of of goodness. But are you buying the, the economic argument here? What that there's crappy right, economic. Falling on tough times. Yeah. You People know? need more gelatin in their diet. I don't know that they do. Do they? Is that can we confirm this? Gelatin makes strong bones. How many how many doctors have signed good a letter and snail mailed it back gelatin to you saying... Gelatin is good for... Uh, collagen and elastin are good for your skin. Damn. Wait, I hate how you're right in that there right? could actually be an economic angle to this, at least in terms <coughs> of selling more Jello. I, I I love Jello as much as anybody, probably more than a vast majority of We people. don't eat Jello anymore as a people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's it's a, it's a, it's an atrocity. I grew up. My mother used to make us jello with pomegranate seeds every Friday for Shabbat. It's been 15 years since she's done it, and I won't stand for it any longer. As an aspic ambassador, I will make it my duty, nay, my privilege and blood right to do it. Uh, Nicole is going to be chief of the Jello Revolutionary Guard, and she will be brutal. I mean, tried for her war crimes in the Hague. Try me. <laughs> Hi, this is Alex. I want to know what is the best vegetables to put in a stir fry. <laughs> and then the most normal question <laughs> from Maggie. Jello Revolutionary Guards to like, Maggie, did you do that on purpose? <laughs> do what on purpose? In that order. It's just a person asking for vegetables to put in a stir fry. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It's got to be. Why can't use canned vegetables? What? what? Canned water chestnuts. Okay, that's the only canned one you can. Canned bamboo the, shoots. Okay, 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 that's the second one. What about canned baby corns? No. Okay. That's it. I have three. But I, I don't know <laughs> All what you're of them are for. white. Sure, and then you can add other things. I like frozen. I like frozen peas. I like yeah. frozen corn, and I like frozen carrots. Yeah, honestly, dude, stir fry a good bag frozen mix. Uh, if I'm doing a stir fry at home, I'll tell you what I'm adding to it. It can get annoying if you have to cook vegetables separately, right? Like if you want to do, I, I love do egg, I love stir fried eggplant, but you have to blanch it or roast it or Such something. Such a process. And so it's a process. Don't do that. Broccoli, love broccoli, and it'll cook in a pan as long as you chop it up fine enough. Sure. Carrots are the same thing. Mm -hmm. You add a, little bit, a splash of water to that pan while things are cooking. So I would go carrots, broccoli. I love bell pepper in a stir fry. I love onion in a stir fry, and also get some ginger and garlic in a squeeze tube and just go. Right in there, yeah. and it's going to make everything taste so or good. Better than that, just get ginger garlic paste. Ginger garlic, yeah, make you're never going to want them separate. Yeah. Um, what else? Onion, garlic. I mean, canned bamboo shoots and water chestnuts are great. Yeah, I like the frozen veggies. I think it frozen just makes veggies. life easy. Also, the can I tell you? Like you said, pre-made stir fry mix, excellent. Snow peas, 
Yeah. For fresh, for fresh, like fresh vegetables. Oh, I love snow peas. <gasps> if I see snow peas at the market, I'm picking them up. Well, no, I will. Will I? Will I make them? I don't know, but I'm gonna pick them up. Yeah, because I, I never see them. Julia doesn't like green beans, and I what love green the beans. Hell? I don't know, what man. She doesn't hell? like green beans. I'm pretty mad about it because I really, I really love, love green, green beans. beans, and I'm, I'm sick what? of having to change myself. I love for this Harry relationship. Co- Harry Covert. What? I love Harry Covert. Harry Covert. I love. Yeah, Harry that's Covert. Harry Styles' brother, Harry Covert. No. What? If it was Harry Styles' brother, they would have the same last name. No, it's like how in Chinese, like the the <laughs> orders flipped. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, it's, that's why Yao was on the back of Yao Ming's jersey because the surname in Chinese is really is yeah. Wow, which makes a lot more sense. If that makes really a lot more sense. It. Yeah. Um, isn't it true that in Iceland also like uh, you take your mom's last name or something, or Greenland? Where's Bjork from? Bjork's definitely from Iceland. I'm just trying to you know relate to you. It's hard. I do you like Ice, Icelandic um, frontrunner in the canceled 2021 Eurovision Daddy Frere? Uh, no. Oh. Well, that's the <laughs> podcast, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. We got new episodes coming out on Wednesdays on audio platforms and Sundays on video platforms. That's right. And if you want to be featured on opinions or like casseroles, this is some of the best opinions we've ever had yet. Um, hit us up at 833-DOGPOD1. The number again is 833-DOGPOD1. You can also call 833-DOGPOD1 to join Nicole's Jello Revolutionary Guard uh, basic training. You know how like, speed jello wrestling. you know how people have like movements? Like, yeah. like, like this is, this is our movement. Cause you're like jello. Like that's your like when you say like a ten and like you would yeah, just yeah. sort of you just wiggle ten, your body. But we go like you're this. Just awkwardly wiggle yeah, your we're body. Just, wig- just shoulders up and down, chest chest undulating. Yeah, so if you're a big undulator <laughs> or wiggler, the Jello Revolutionary Guard may be for you. Also, you will have to learn how to fire uh various assault rifles. N- that's not true. That's not true. What you're just gonna go handheld? You're using like sub submachines? Like what's going on? It's just about jello, man. You gotta be so crazy about it. <laughs>